will, we'll leave it out. You get to do most of the talking this week because my throat is absolutely fucked. Proper fucked. Yeah, proper fucked. <laughs> Shumai, Kroisio, Idata Usho, Chris Adui. And I'm Paul. And yeah, hello, welcome back. Yeah, welcome back to the, uh, well, technically the second episode of 2023, right? But, um, you know, thank you very much for coming back. I just got to say, that's our, I don't think that's the first time we've ever done that, but it's the first time we've ever really tried to do like a, a duo lingo yeah. kind of version of the intro. Uh, in case you don't know, Chris is a, a very proud Welshman. Uh, I also have a little bit of Welsh heritage, and he's trying to—he's uh, trying to learn his own language. Believe it or not, I'm, people are always surprised at that. You know that the uh, the English colonists uh, banned your language and beat children for speaking <laughs> yeah. it, which seems a bit harsh in 2023. You know, it is, it is. But do you know what's really mad as well? It's like, and I think, like, obviously, if you're not, if if you're not from somewhere where your language was banned, right, you won't understand this. But a lot of people that I know that ha- that can't speak Welsh, they if you ask them, say like, how would you feel about not being able to speak your own language? And they're all they're like, I, I do feel a bit ashamed. Like, yeah. and like you don't really think about it until like obviously with my job, you know, when you talk with people from all over the world and you got friends from all over the world, and and you sit down and chat with them and they're like, what? They were like, you got your own language? And I'm like, yeah, we just don't speak it because you know, it was just. He was banned for five hundred years, like do you mean? So I didn't ban it. I didn't ban it. It was the Welsh. It was the. It was the English government and that. I, it went for. There was no vote or anything. You know what I mean? You know, like before you shoot the. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think like what I find is interesting as well. It's like it's not only like you know people in Wales where there is definitely a massive resurgence is it, of, of people wanting to speak the Welsh language and keep the language alive because it is, and I always go on about this, it is one of the oldest languages in the world. But if you look at other places in the world, like say for example, in, I hope I'm not butchering this, but in Aotearoa, and if you don't know what Aotearoa is, that is the proper, that's the original name for what is now known as New Zealand. There's like a massive kind of like, resurgence of young people kind of getting back in touch with their ancestry they're all getting like the facial tattoos and stuff i think it's called facial moco i don't want to get it wrong like and i pause. but i think it's it's a global thing that's happening i think like you know it's a lot of people call it decolonization but i just want to learn to speak fucking welsh to be honest like do you know how old the welsh language is this is how i know how old it is the welsh language is so old they hadn't invented the vowel yet because when I look at it, I just see Y Y Z Z K K Z Z T T. It's there's no. It's like where, where's the vowels? It's, it's, to read, I mean, it must be a difficult language to learn to speak because just looking at it, I'm like, man, that's just from a that's from a, an ancient time, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's, like, yeah, it's, it's it's got no basis in any kind of language no. that I look at because it's older. It's it's as old as Latin, I think. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, it's of in old language. You know what I mean? You know, and um, Chris, we'll, the reason we're doing this, it, um, and Chris is uh, going to be doing a lot more of the talking than me. I'm, I'm sorry, guys, I've got a really sore throat. I've got, got a bit of strep throat over uh, Christmas and New Year break. I'm not suffering from a hangover. Sucking too much dick. This. Oh, yeah, it could be. could be a bit of that, but oh, I, I'm suffering a little bit. So you bear, bear with me. This will be the Chris episode, not the uh, not the Paul episode. He's fucking spoke more than me already. Yeah, like. fucking have. <laughs> <laughs> that's me now I'm not going to say anything for the next 20 minutes but no uh, <laughs> no no um, 
Yeah, it's it's an old language. It's mad. It's like it's weird that like you are you are like a lot you you made fun of as a kid for speaking it because they is uh, what they they say is that people are anglicized like to me. So then you are like oh fucking you. I remember this as 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 I just remember this like when I was a kid. Like you'd have you'd have like people going oh he goes to a fucking well school. He does that. That's the that's the attitude people would have. And now you've got people going. I want my kids to go to a fucking well school. Like, do you mean? So it's it's nice the way it's turned around. But like, I wanna yeah, I just wanna do it. I think it opens us up. Like, I I am enjoying learning the language. And if I can learn more languages, I'm I'm probably gonna do that. Like as well. Like, but I'll be speaking. It's like, always, now. it's like I was saying to you earlier though. The um, you'll probably find that. Once you've learned Welsh, you'll find learning another language much easier. You know, maybe once Chris has learned Welsh, maybe we'll both try and learn Spanish together and try and do because we'd both like to be able to speak Spanish. You know, because can you imagine that us butchering Spanish for a couple of months and poor Spanish people shouting at us on the TV? <laughs> I got, I got a funny fucking story here. So I, I used to like I. My mate, one of my mates, Julian, he's, he's actually Julian, he's a professor slash photographer out in New York. What's that, my dude? He usually watches Hello, them. mate, you're right. I used to say, Donde este la biblioteca? Which is, I think it's like, where's the library? Donde este la biblioteca? Yeah. And he's like, you don't say it like that. That's not how you say it. And as we're having this conversation, something's playing on TV, like Family Guy or something. And at the point, he's going, you don't say it like that. That's not how you speak. It's just not in the language. Up on the TV, he comes, Donde este la biblioteca? I was like, Perfect timing. No, but I was, uh, I was your break. Because I was ill, it was a really good break. I didn't drink too much. I didn't eat too much. I basically sat and beat Days Gone for the fourth time. Nice. <laughs> I'm a, I'm my, I, got, I went down to the crossroads just before Christmas and did a deal with the devil to get hold of a PlayStation 5 because you can't just buy them these days. I don't know if you know this. Um, they're rarer than rocking or shit, apparently. I don't, I don't think I had, uh, as a chilled out uh, one as you, I, I trying to speak openly about this because I think the more men speak openly about stuff like this, the better. Um, it takes that, that stigma away from it. But I had a fucking minor mental breakdown before Christmas. Are you all right now, mate? Are you all right now? Uh, yeah, yeah, it is what it is, isn't it? But, uh, like, you know, I just, it, it, basically, if I found out my mum's got cancer uh, in December and also last year my dad's got a brain tumour and I think the combination, because you're so busy all year, you, you work, 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 yeah. and then that one day of shutdown, it just kind of hit you, it's like Christmas Eve. I think might have, like, a couple of things but I tipped over the edge, like, I paid to take my daughter to see Santa in the grotto in the, the Christmas illumination thing in some old, yeah. old mine. And the advertisement one that we had was for uh, just up the road from us. So we booked it on the website. You said it was for Aberdeen. We got there and he fucking weren't like. So I, I'm not sure if like that was afterwards or before. But it, but, but yeah, so like I just been, I, I just drank every day then. And, and then I dived into this fucking mess behind me. <laughs> Drinking every day is not medicine, uh, but you know, making making a new background for your YouTube video is good medicine. Like making a bit of destruction sometimes good for you, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like like definitely like d talking about it makes me feel made me feel a bit better, uh, and I think like counselling is going to be pave it. I'm not. I don't want to go down the route of like you know. I did think like am I depressed? Um, but then it's like I I don't think I'm depressed. I just think I'm. A, it's a bit, it's just that a lot of fucking bad shit because like you know last year I had like a few friends yeah, I mean it gets on top of us doesn't it I mean everybody's allowed to 
you so know, you're allowed to yeah. feel a bit overwhelmed every now and again. I mean, that's. I mean, we have got a busy yeah. job as well. You know, I mean, like oh, for yeah. you guys out there, if you find yourself feeling a bit overwhelmed and, and you, you get to your Christmas break like Chris did, and I did to be fair, I'll tell you about mine in a minute. But like, so, like Chris is absolutely right. When you stop. And then you, all the stuff that you've kind of put to one side mentally, yeah, all year, oh, you know, you you end up trying to process it in a ten day period where there's, but unfortunately, when there's more booze in your house than is ever in your house at any point ever in the rest of the year, so you can run into some, you know, some problems with that. So. I hope you've all had a nice Christmas, you know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I didn't go over the top with it. Like, no, I just. I just had a few beers, like, you know, a few whiskeys in the night to help me go to sleep. And then, like, once I fucking smashed this place up, like, I was so exhausted, I helped, like, but I, I, I'm not, I, I just want to say, like, I'm not talking about this because I want any sympathy off anybody. I don't want anyone to be like, oh my God, I hope you're okay. Yeah. I hope this, you know, it is what it is. Fucking life happens, shit happens, uh, and we all move on. But I just think, like, we need to talk about it more. We, I mean, we do. You know, I mean, I, like you've said, like, you lost a couple of friends last year. Uh, because they didn't talk about it and you always end up thinking you know is there more I could have done could more be said and I think that that's really important for us even as a community of tattooists if you're feeling overwhelmed and and it's getting on top of you reach out to your friends man go and have a go and have a beer in a pub or a bar you know you know just like and and you know like get it off your chest a little bit and it, you know if your friends are true friends then they'll they'll listen to you and they'll try and offer you know what little bit of advice they can you know obviously with things like with things like illnesses and stuff like that, you, it's a day-by-day day thing, isn't it? You've got to take it as yeah. it is. It's not a fun thing. Like... And, and it's it's a bit sad, you know. And it's and But I think maybe it's um, maybe it's the month of December. I, I personally think, for me, that you could rename the month of December the month of the dead. Because I think as I, as I wind down for the year... I have, like, and Karen will say to me, he's like, you just seem like you're just miles off like that. She sees me making coffee and standing, and just, she can see that I've just drifted off somewhere else. Yeah, you know? yeah. We're well, shutting down, isn't it? Yeah, but I find myself thinking about sometimes people that I haven't thought about for 10 years, you know, and things like that. Yeah. And this year, I had, a, I had a couple of really strange ones. Like, I think like you, like, but for different reasons. I had quite a, quite a stressful year. I mean, moving house is not the, it's not the easiest thing no. in the world to do. Actually, ours was very easy, but it's a whole new kind of stress that we hadn't kind of dealt, we hadn't kind of felt, you know. Amongst all of this, trying to help my dad fucking secure his house, then, like, every spare fucking second I've got, I'm helping my dad. So I'm like... It's just, you're trying to spread yourself far too thinly, like. Bit too, a little bit too thinly. So... What I found, like, I get to the end of, like, we've moved in, you know, we've done the, de- the finished the decorating off, we can actually start enjoying the house for what it is. But for the first time in, I think nearly, probably more than 20 years now, I've actually got to drive to work. Like I'm, I yeah. live about 15 minutes away from the shop now. So those 15 minutes sitting in the car some mornings on my own is when I've had, it's been like the, the go- all the ghosts of Christmas past have sat in yeah. the passenger seat next to me and gone, do you remember me? You haven't thought about me for 30 years. So I've I found myself, like, it's a bit dangerous, really, getting to work a couple of times and going, do I remember getting off the motorway? You know? <laughs> do yeah, I remember yeah, getting to that junction? Yeah. It's like, and so then I'm trying then to be present and not be like, because, you know, you can have accidents at that time of year. I think it's why people drive badly at Christmas time. And I was certainly one of those people that was like, maybe I, did I look in the mirrors when I did that corner and, you know, you got to be a little bit careful. So if you're feel, feeling 
I don't know, a little bit overwhelmed, you know, speak to somebody about it. Chat with your friends, chat with a professional if that's what you need to do. Keep yourself healthy, oh, especially yeah, going into a new year because you don't want to start the start the year, you know, in a mess, you know what I mean? Because you got you got to get to next Christmas before you're going to get to have another breakdown. I know. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> and with that, with that slightly... No, it's not that it's not going to be a depressing episode like Chris is no, no. not looking it's, for sympathy it's just we, we do want to talk about this stuff on the channel because not enough people particularly males they don't talk about their mental no. frailties and share them because it's seen as not masculine and all that sort of stuff exactly. it is important to share your problems uh, we're not bulletproof we're not all fucking Wolverine Right, if you got, you know and you're not less of anything man or woman or any of the points in between you know it doesn't matter, you know, share your problems, you know, and, and get a little bit of help if you yes. need it. So, uh, Chris. Yo. What's in the news, mate? Oh, well, first thing in the news, I have to make a correction. Uh, last week, last week's episode where I said, I said that... Christian Bale was from Pinaf, uh, when in fact, I was wrong. I don't know why I said Pinaf, it was just on the tip of my tongue. He's actually from Pembroke. So there we go, correction. Uh, <laughs> the Sorry second bit that. of news. I was going to correct you that, I was going to correct you at the time, but I, you know, I, I, I didn't get around to doing it. No, I've no idea where Christian Bale's from. I, I, actually, I'm not even sure that I was aware that he was Welsh. I'm well, technically, technically, he's not. I don't think he refers to himself as Welsh. I guess both his parents are English. He was just born in Pembroke, so he's, oh, okay. you know, I think he, he, you know, but it's where you're born, isn't it? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's that. Uh, the other bit of news, I did see something, and I think this is an interesting to start the year off. Uh, I don't. I think this story was in the news a couple of years ago, where a tattoo artist made somebody go blind by tattooing their eyeballs the whites of their eyes, black. They have been taken to court and they have now been fined 30, well, the you know, the, the equivalent of 30,000 pounds because they tattooed their eyeballs using a tattoo machine and needle. For fuck's sake. Basically, they, and uh, yeah, so they've done it without knowing what they're doing. And I, it just, I said to Paul about it. I think this is a topic of conversation, how we are an industry full of people that are doing a job where a lot of people in this industry don't have a fucking clue about what they're doing about certain protocols and even how to use machines like do you know what i mean it's just like it is one of the things so that's one bit of the news another thing i've seen in the news and my partner she pointed this out to me disney i think that if i'm writing things is disney are starting to clamp down on sites like etsy and I have seen a lot of tattoo artists sell tattoo flash on Etsy that contain Marvel characters and so on, or things that are kind of like it, and they've changed three things. But you know, it just means that if you have got stuff on there, you will potentially be well. No, you either get get asked to take it down, or there is you probably get a cease and desist letter. But Disney are coming for you for copyright infringement. Uh. And, and that led on then to like a video that I seen on like some fucking channel on Instagram and they had some Spanish lawyer on there. And she's like, how to do a tattoo of a superhero without getting sued. And then she's kind of like saying like, oh, well the thing is you gotta do, you gotta draw something that's kind of like inspired by it, but that's not like it. And I'm like, so what you're saying then is you can't draw the fucking superhero. And I, I, I had, you know me, I'm argumentative as fuck, like, so I, I said, I, I just went on there and said, look, 
that's wrong. Like you, you can't change three things. If you've drawn Iron Man, right? If you've drawn a tattoo of Iron Man in your style, but he's got pink boots and I don't know, leather gloves, right? He's still fucking Iron Man, right? And Disney still own the, own the copyright. It's still their intellectual property. So therefore you're still breaching copyright. But Chris, but Chris, I haven't drawn Iron Man. His name's Steel Bloke. Steel Bloke, yeah. <laughs> but they could argue, they could argue. But that's the thing though, if you do if you do that, fair enough. But I think like somebody said in that comment then, they said like people, if somebody comes to you for a fucking superhero, they want a superhero. And, and, and realistically, right, the only way that I know that you could get away with tattooing copyrighted images and not getting sued for it is by not putting them online. You can tattoo them and just let the people fuck off. That's flat art because, you know, at the end of the day, we, like the way I look at it is like, I'm getting paid to do a service of tattooing. It doesn't matter what the fuck you get. You pay me to do the tattoo. But the second I take that picture and I put that picture up on my social media account, I'm using that picture to promote my services. Therefore, I'm using someone else's intellectual property or a recreation of someone else's intellectual property in order to gain money. Yeah. So like, I think, and I, I use the whole Kat Von D getting sued. Like Kat Von D is, is getting sued by a photographer, not because she did a portrait with one of his photographs, but because she took a photograph of the tattoo with his photograph in the background and used that to advertise her services. So he's suing her for that. See, that's where I think, see, I don't honestly think if you as a client or one of your clients came to you and said, I want a portrait of Iron Man, and then you, you did it, you used a copyrighted image as a reference and you did the tattoo. I think if you post just the tattoo, I don't imagine that any of these companies would come after you for copyright infringement because I think that would then be considered to be an homage or fan art or something like that. But if the reference image is in the background... It's fan art if the customer posts it. Because think about it, right? The, the customer's gone, I've got this tattoo because I'm a fan. Whereas you're going, yeah. look at this tattoo that I've done and this is how good I am. Yeah. You know, come and get a tattoo from me. That's So you're using that to, to, to gain money. Yeah. That's where the fine, and I think that's where that I, I, like I said, I, I, I argue with the solicitor about it because a solicitor, has, a solicitor has told me differently. Look, yeah, I'm not sure that um, I'm not sure that a company like Disney would come after you for doing tattoos of Iron Man, but I think they would come after you if you were using stills from the Iron Man movie in the background of your photo of your photographs, oh, yeah. because that's the stuff that is their copyright. I think when it comes to things like characters and, and... But they own the intellectual property of the character. Well, I know they own it, but what I'm saying is that I think when you've got something like a character, you know, like um, the, the character Mickey Mouse, for it, I always use Mickey Mouse as my example because I fucking love Mickey Mouse, right? But if I got a tattoo of Mickey Mouse, I don't... And, and the tattoo is posted it, I don't think the tattooist would get sued because I think Disney would just go, come on, man, it's just a tattoo. But if there was a, a still from Steamboat Willie, like next to it, to show how accurate the tattoo was, that's then I think they would, would say, be. "No, fucking hold on, that that's yeah, a still so from our movie," you know. And I think they they would be more annoyed about that. I don't I don't see. Could you can you imagine the bad press if Disney starts suing fans and artists for having Mickey Mouse tattoos? I, I just think in the real world it won't it won't happen. I think I think they can do it, but they don't do it because again, it's people who are fans of their stuff. 
Yeah. But then you have got other artists out there that will, like, and I, I use this as an example, like, if last year, a few artists, it was quite mad, actually, like, a few artists, they done some, they took a, a photograph of Keith Flint, and they done, like, a homage painting, each in their own style, one was a watercolour, one was a different style. But they all got cease and desist letters off the photographer, because it was his photograph that they used, and they yeah. used it without permission. So, you know, but then they had they, obviously they were they were selling it then, like yeah. That, but I think that was the problem. It wasn't because they did it and prom and promoted this fact that they were doing it. I'm sure if they did the painting and then oh, you fucking and, kicked off on Twitter, but, mate. But I think if they let's see, you can kick off on Twitter all you want. You're still not right. But I think it. Oh no, no, the artist was like the artist. Sorry to interrupt you, but the artist was like. He's, I think I think the photographer is something like, oh yeah, copy a fucking picture off YouTube and call yourself a fucking artist kind of thing. Like, no, because he got pissed off. Because we've had this discussion about like how much it costs. Yeah, like that person, like you know, it, it for him to take that photograph of Keith Flint, it's probably cost him twenty to thirty thousand pound in fucking maybe more in fucking gear. Yeah, yeah. And then for somebody to take that photograph and then use it to make a painting and then. And like all, all it was, no, they were really good paintings. But all they did was like take do a, a portrait with a couple of watercolor splashes. It did look really, really nice. But like from a photographer's perspective, like they didn't ask permission. They probably could have emailed them and gone like, "I would love to use your photograph as a basis of a painting. Can I license it from you?" Then they wouldn't have had the fucking cease and desist letters. See, I think that if you took that, if you took that photograph and then painted your version of it and hung it on the wall in your studio or gave it away for a mental health charity or a suicide charity. I don't think that photographer would have had a problem with that. If you credit the original photographer and say, this is from an original, credit, original yeah. photograph by this guy, and also that you don't sell prints of the painting, that you say, no, if you want this, you've got to, it's not available commercially. I think it's making it commercially available is the problem. Yeah. Because then you are profiting from this person's work without crediting them. Um, if I was going to yeah. do something like that, say I'd, I'd taken a photograph and I'd made a, a painting and it was incredibly popular and people were asking me for prints of it, but it wasn't my image. Before I made it available for sale, I think I'd just email the owner and go, look, I've done this thing, I'm being asked to do it, what percentage do you want from the sales? And I'd do a deal with him where I go, look, do you want to go 50-50 on this? You know, like, I, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll pay for the, like, we'll take out the cost of the, the printing of it, you know, the, I don't know, the five that it costs to get it each one printed, and the profit from that will split in half between us. And because I couldn't do it without yeah. your photograph, but it doesn't exist without that my painting. That makes perfect sense. Seems yeah. fair, you know. But I think we, we live in this world, right, of like, and of, of people not understanding copyright. Yeah. And we're going to get on the topic of AI now, because AI fucking gets into that, right? Like, you've got people just think that they can take someone else's photograph, make prints of it, sell it. People, even tattooists, are going like, check out, I seen one the other day, I fucking laugh my head off. Check out my original Flash set. And I'm like, it's fucking SpongeBob SquarePants, you mad. Yeah. Oh, fuck, you, you, it's not you, original. It's not an original, fuck. 
You you, yeah. call, you got SpongeBob smoking a spliff. I, I, it's someone else's fucking artwork. It's someone else's. All you've done is added a spliff flick. Uh, well, but, then, um, see, the other thing then is then you get into other problems then because the owner of that might not want SpongeBob to be depicted smoking a spliff. Yes. And they and they that, and that's, that's taking a character and putting them in another setting where the original creator may not be happy about that setting. Yeah. And it's their prerogative. You know, they may not agree with the smoking of weed. You know, and so it's not you. you yeah, yeah. If you're going to do SpongeBob that, SpongeBob can't be seen smoking weed. Well, mate, you know, I mean, the person who created it, that's their prerogative, then, isn't it? You know what I mean? Unless they're a massive weed head, though. Well. Yeah, so the, <laughs> I mean, I've seen SpongeBob. Yeah. I think they probably are. You know, see the weed oh, or acid. Yeah, they probably want acid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bit of good news. Well, good news for me might not be good news for you. It might be good news for you. Um, my studio, Modern Electric, in the Midlands. Uh, we've never really done this before. I've had a few friends here and stuff, but I've never really done it. Uh, going into 2023, we are now taking guest artists at the studio. Yeah because we have the room to fit you in and uh, we're accepting guest artists. So if you would like to come and do a guest spot at the studio, you'll be more than welcome. Uh, if you know... Do you get rid of someone or do you make a bigger booth or...? We're going to make a... No, we're going to make a temporary booth. Um, we've had a little bit of a move around in the studio. This will be happening from about March onwards when we've moved a couple of people around in the shop. But uh, we're going to make a temporary booth, uh, you know... There is room for a fifth booth, but it's not going to be a permanent booth. Uh, so that's what we're going to do. Uh, as I'm sure you can imagine from previous episodes, it's not going to be like uh, I take 99% of your income. It will be a very fair rate. It'll be 95%. Um, if you or if you know a tattooist or your your tattooist, if you're a client watching this, uh, you think they might be interested in it, uh, mention this to them. Have them go over to uh, modernelectrictattoo.co.uk and take a look. There will be a post on there, you know, in the coming months. Or failing that, if you can't find it, just send um, an email to info at modernelectrictattoo.co.uk and ask about the guest spots. We'll send you all the details over. Uh, you can come and hang out. Maybe I'll put you on the show. Who knows, you know. <laughs> Never know. Maybe I'll do an interview, whatever. But you can come over and hang out, do some tattoos. Uh, it, obviously, this suits artists in the UK better, particularly somebody, if you've got a client list and you've got clients in the Midlands, might make life easier for them. You can come over and hang out with me to the same. We can go and have dinner, have a good time. You know, we'll see what happens. So that's my good bit of news. Uh, and moving on, I've got a new section of the show. It's called... It's called Paul Rips Into You Fucking Idiots. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> Paul rips into fucking idiots. Uh, so it's time for a brand new section of the show. It's time for Question of the Week. At the end of last year, we talked about doing an FAQ show. Yes. And I am going to do that. We're going to try and do that once a month. I don't think I'm going to have time to do one this month, so it, I, I probably won't be able to do it till February. But quite a few of you actually commented and said, could you not answer the questions in the Sunday show, this show, right? Um, and so I thought, that'd be really good, right? But like, when you've got a lot of questions or they're quite long, um, they're not very good. So, But what I did think we'd do is each week, we'll try and pick out a question of the week for us to do a short answer to. Yeah. Obviously, we've just come back off holiday and we've done zero prep for this episode, it's got to be said. Um, no. As you can... I, you know, 
I still have a step ladder behind me. So what I thought I'd do this week, this week's question or comment of the week is actually not one comment. It's all of your comments. Yes. Right? So if, if you didn't see them, because you believe what we were saying, uh, you might not have noticed that we, we actually said uh, we were finished uh, two weeks before we were actually finished. We put up a couple of secret episodes that we didn't promote, uh, a Christmas episode and a New Year episode um, as a blatant attempt to try and get you to all comment to get free stickers, which would appear to have worked very well. Well done. You'll all be getting stickers in the New Year. That is now... Uh, once we get back to work, I'll be getting those printed and we'll start getting addresses from people and get them out to you. Um, so what I wanted to do was just as this week's question or comment of the week, I wanted to say, me and Chris, seriously, the amount of comments on those two episodes yeah, it was mad. honestly blew our minds. We were like, what the actual fuck? Like, you guys are mad. Like, crazy, good mad, but fucking mental. Um... Thank you all so much for commenting. Thank you for watching the show. Are we mad though? Are we mad for fucking checking the comments on Christmas Day? <laughs> I actually went on to YouTube on Christmas Day and New Year's Day and watched both the episodes live as they happened. You know, because I was I was like, do you know what? I'm going to watch them anyway because I'm so I'm as bad as the rest of you. But thank you all for commenting. Yeah, thank you. I, we, we really do appreciate it. Like, like I say all the time, there is no show without you. So, you know, we appreciate every one of you. And we really appreciate your comments. And I've got to, I've got to be honest, the stickers are going to be awesome. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> so there'll be a bunch of free stickers in here. And I think, because I've been having a bit of clear out in my office, um, I've found, I, I probably won't have enough to send everybody one, so I'll just do them at random. I've found a load of um, custom plectrums that I had made with my name and my logo on. Nice. So uh, I'll be... I'll be chucking them in some of the bags. Not everybody. Don't feel left out if I don't do it. I just probably haven't got enough for everybody that wanted a sticker. So, you know, and it's basically because I just need to get rid of a load of tat out the drawers in my office, you know. So I want an excuse to get a load of new plectrums. I want some blue ones. Hey. And, and that's question of the week for the first time. It's not particularly spectacular question of the week. This feature will get better as we go along, as we figure it out. As you know, with this show, we never plan anything. We make it up as we go along. Uh, we started that way and... Yeah, there's nothing's going to change. So finally, after all of that, it's time for this week's topic. It's the first one back yeah. after New Year, and everybody makes New Year's resolutions, don't they? Yes. You know, and, you, and the idea is, I don't know if they do this in all cultures, so they, they, they might not do that uh, where you're from, but where, where we're from, there's this uh, tradition of... on. Uh, you know, sort of New Year's, the week between Christmas and New Year, you decide, right, next year I'm going to quit smoking. Next year I'm going to take up golf or something like that. You know, and people make these resolutions and they see how long they can stick to it. It's normally around not eating sugar and going to the gym mostly with a lot of people, you know. And it's like, how far into the year before I break my resolution, you see? So, I, because we've both for... Various reasons, we've both had quite difficult ends to the year, you know, from about the middle of the year to the end of the year. Both of us have had uh, quite a, it's put us in quite a few funny positions or new positions that we've, we've both learnt from um, as human beings. Oh, yeah. And I, so I, I, I thought to myself, um, Chris, what, um, based on what you know the events of 2022 have you got any resolutions or thoughts of how you will approach 2023 differently either 
uh, in your personal life or in your artistic life or as a shop owner? Any thoughts? Uh, I think uh, so, so one would be maybe to talk more about my issues. Yeah. Because I'm definitely like the kind of person that, I'm the kind of person that keeps things close like. You're a bottle it up kind of guy, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then I fucking go. Yeah. So, yeah, so definitely talk more. Uh, my only other resolution really is because I just want to be able to fucking I, I, I want by the end of the year I want to be fluent in Welsh like great that's a great resolution I'm, I'm completely behind you on that there will be uh, more and more do more YouTube yeah well do a lot more YouTube I mean that's you know that's that's been the resolution for the last three years yeah <laughs> try and do more YouTube videos um yeah, but I, I, there will be, just so you know, because Chris is learning Welsh, like we said at the top of the show, um, there will be more, you know, as, as he gets better and more confident, because obviously it's quite a difficult language to learn, um, there will be more Welsh-speaking content, we hope, throughout the year, and hopefully for Welsh-speaking uh, viewers and, and, you know, Chris's clients and that. Chris is going to try and practice, because obviously this is something you have to actually have conversations to practice don't you oh yeah and yeah. all that so um, obviously i can't help him with it because i i don't nah. speak a word of welsh um and i i may try and get you know because my mate's learning i might try and get enough of it so that i get the kind of key points so if he says a sentence Duolingo, to me maybe mate. i'll be able to pick it out a little bit i will try it with geolingo see if i can figure it it's out fucking good like um because I just think it'll be, it'll just be really good fun. And I'm sure my granddad would be over the moon about that. You know what I mean? About me learning a bit of Welsh, because I know he spoke Welsh. So I think he'd be, he'd be over the moon about that. Um, mm. I think it's a great resolution. What about you? This year, I'm going to go into um, something, I'm going to do some completely different things. Um, my first thing is I'm going to try and enjoy the process of things in my life. Um, I'm, I'm very much a eyes on the prize kind of person right so I set a goal I decide what I'm going to do and and I I head for it like a fucking machine right and I just go yeah. after that 100% now there's not anything wrong with that attitude except that as I'm doing it I don't I don't look left and right of me. I'm just like laser focused yeah, on the thing that I want. And I the prize, like. don't enjoy any of it. So if I use the example of climbing Everest, I'm the bloke that would just run all the way to the top of Everest, touch the flag and run straight back down. Yeah. Without looking at Everest, without looking at the views, without enjoying the mountain yeah. or the scenery or anything. I'm just run up, touch the flag, done that next, run straight back down again. And I think that... As, as good as that is for drive and ambition, that actually, you know, it, it doesn't really deliver a quality of life because most of the time I'm just, like, I, I just don't enjoy yeah. things as much as I should have. Like, moving into my house should have been a, a much more pleasant experience than it was. And I think I made it, I made it difficult for myself in a lot of ways by just making deadlines and just wanting shit done and just not letting it be a process and letting it happen, right? And that kind of is how I started thinking about this yeah. stuff. So for the first time, I think ever, um, I haven't opened my diary for tattooing. I'm going to embrace the uh, the chaos a little bit. I'm going to open my diary every three months. Yeah, you're going down that route, um, So I'm going to open it, you know, January, and I'm going to go three months at a time because um, I've always... 
had my diaries been open forever. So I normally have, you know, one, you know, anywhere between a one year and a two year waiting list for my tattoos. Um, See, this so, is the thing, right? Uh, sorry to interrupt you, but like Nipple's on this, where he's, he's fully booked up for the year. And then the problem you've got, I think the, this is where I see the problem with being that booked up is the amount of awesome ideas that have come through the door, right? And Nip has gone. Can't do them. Yeah, and they're gonna go somewhere else. They're not every, no one's no one's gonna wait. Like, do you mean some people will, but like not everyone. Yeah, and so and, and so this was partly born out of um, like the tattoo show, uh, but all, and some stuff that I've learned from uh, from conventions. Right, so I've um, when I was doing this before, I'd book myself up for a year, year and a half, or something like that, and then I'd have this amazing convention contact me and go, "Hey, do, can you come and do this?" And I'm like, "No, I, I'm booked." <laughs> I actually, no, God, I actually I couldn't do. I was invited to the first ever Walking Dead convention what? in Atlanta, and I couldn't go. Fuck. They wanted me to go and tattoo there, and I, I had to turn it down because I was booked up. I was I was somewhere else. Do you know what? Right? Like I, most of my clients are pretty sound, but like I've always had the attitude of if an opportunity like that comes up, right, then I'm fucking taking it. I, I, and like I, I've had it once in the past where I think yeah. I've, I've told this story before, and I said like um, I got offered backstage tickets to Download Festival, and it was such short notice. And like we just yeah. told the client, we were like, "Oh, look, we're really sorry, you know, this is. I don't know if this is going to happen again. You know, it's backstage, blah blah blah." And and that person had the attitude of like, "Well, what about me? Uh, what's in it for me?" And like from then, I was just like, "Do you know what? Fuck it. It's like I'm not. I'm not going to fucking. You can't. You can't. You can't. If you got decent clients, they'll understand." Yeah, exactly. The the problem is, it's not the decent clients. It's the Say I'm booked up for a year and a half and I pull a weekend out, then yeah. I've got, I'm supposed to be in, I don't know, fucking Phoenix that weekend for a tattoo convention. Uh, so I don't go to the convention. So I, I got the, you know, the, the cost of the flight, the cost of the hotel, the client doesn't get tattooed. Not, yeah. And then the client goes, well, when will I get tattooed? And I'm like, oh, well, not for another year at least. Yeah, and... And so you get all these other problems. The other thing that I found was, so I missed out on a bunch of conventions that I was invited to that I just couldn't go to because I was so busy, um, which is a, a real shame. I also, um, I, I think that having that as a human being is not good for you mentally. Yeah. Knowing what you're doing two Christmases from now is not really a good space to be in. Um, so going into this year, because we are starting to get invites from conventions now, to, to go and, you know, maybe do some tattoo show related stuff, you know. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to kind of leave the year a little bit open and, and kind of book it. Now, the nice thing is that I'm not taking commissions this year. So I'm just doing my own artwork all year. Yeah. I'm having a year off for commissions because that, again, was having to read, you know, um, you know, really sad tales uh, of, you know, people's mental health and their struggles and everything. It was really getting me down. I've been doing it for about 15 years and it was just starting to get on top of me a little bit. Um, I really started to feel it this year because I was already overwhelmed with some other stuff. So I decided that what I would do is I'd take a year off from doing commissions and just focus on doing my own artwork and selling it to people, which has always been my dream is to do like a version of Flash where I make the artwork, but I never repeat it. So it's like a custom piece of artwork, but... Yeah, you just draw a design. I get to spec it, not the clients. And it's been really well received. So it means that because I know what I'm doing and I know how many 
pieces of artwork I've got. I know how many appointments I've got. So I can be a little bit more, not lackadaisical, but a little bit less OCD organised. You know what I mean? So that's my resolution is enjoy the fucking process. Yeah, mate. definitely. Definitely. Uh, there's one thing I'd like to touch on before we finish this episode. And it's, it, it involves Batman. Somebody made a comment about 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 Heath Ledger, and I, I agree, Heath Ledger is a good Joker. But they actually reckon, right, that fucking Heath Ledger carried Christian Bale in that film. And um, I just want to say, you're fucking wrong. And that's what I have to say no matter. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, on the on the subject of Batman, if you haven't seen this episode, our New Year's our brief New Year's episode was basically me and Chris arguing about Batman. So I've got one for you. In the spirit of having a having a little argument every week, um, and we'll try and keep this brief. I think it will because oh, Chris before is more you go into expert. that, I go watched I watched. So I went just after our conversation, right? I I watched the 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 the, the first Tim Burton Batman with Michael Keaton in it, and then the second one. The second one is far better than the first one. The first one's a bit meh. The Christian Bale one is still the better one, though. It's okay that you're wrong. I do like the, I do like the Tim Burton ones, though. Yeah, I do good. like the Tim Burton ones. Right, so I've got one for you. Marvel. Yeah. So I've over Christmas, I put on Disney+. Plus. I've, I've subscribed to it for a couple of months just so I can catch up with a couple of things. Um, the best piece of, uh, f- of stuff that Marvel have made of anything from the Marvel universe is Moon Knight. It's the best thing they've ever done. Oh, it's fucking great. It's, it's good, isn't it? fucking mental. If you haven't seen it, I wasn't expecting you to agree with me, right? So what I'm going to say is, if you haven't seen Moon Knight, it's on the Disney Channel. Uh, it's a, a Marvel show. I think it's quite old Moon Knight from the comic book. I think it's out of like Werewolf at Night or something yeah. is the first appearance. It's fucking nuts, right? Don't, don't try and drink it. Don't try and watch it after you've drunk a bottle of red wine because it's fucking melts. It fucking melts your head. But it's 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 mad, isn't it? It's really good, you know. Oh, so good! Like it's so good. Like I, one thing I will say, and this might fucking piss people off. Like I don't know. I I I'm I'm a massive fan of James Gunn. Like I love what he done with Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff like that. But I was fucked off. Because I thought, sorry, first of all, I thought, oh, he's going to be, like, in charge of the fucking DC stuff now. Okay, maybe things will be good. And, like, one of the first things he did is fucking sacked off fucking um, Henry Cavill as Superman. It's just like, you fucking, what's wrong with you, like? So he's pissed me off. I think my screen's frozen. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Paul, can you hear me, Paul? Can you hear me? Yeah, shit, that is. You know, that's my reaction to what you just said because I didn't hear it. <laughs> yeah. But with the magic of television, when we edit it in, it will sound good. It sounds like I could actually hear yeah. that. You just went, you know, when you went stuttery robot, we got, we still got a bit yeah. of post Christmas delay going on. We are still working on this. We are trying to sort out some of our Wi Fi woes. You know, you don't need to know about our technical fucking woes and all that sort of stuff. So, um, are you uh, fluent enough in Welsh at the moment to do the outro? Do you Thank you very much. Uh, he, I don't know. I can't say. I don't know what to say for watching. I'm still. I'm even considered saying that. But Dio Convaul, which is thank you very much uh, for watching us and like subscribe. I will learn all that. Actually, we will be here as per the usual scheduling every week. Well, you're eating your Sunday dinner. 
purple hands. The purple oh, and the preachers, Or four mate. hands. Yeah. <laughs> I find out what that is doing well. It's like, that'd be like something like, I don't know what hands is, but porfor is purple. Porfor. 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 Okay. Well, I, might, I might try and learn that one first then, so I can at least say that in Welsh. Yeah, I'll it. find out. You know. I'll find that out and I'll, I'll, I'll message you there. You get a random message. Like, Paul, I know what it is. Twinkle board. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's I know what it is it oh, I mean, you, you could be saying anything to me at the moment so I'm going to have like, to do that to make sure you're not saying rude words and I don't know what they are do we do go about this I don't know yeah. <laughs> and so with that guys thanks very much for hanging out with us this Sunday <laughs> I hope some of some of this uh, rambly episode it's the first one of the year come on man we never planned this one out we'll, we'll, I like we'll these episodes all, yeah though. I prefer these episodes we'll figure it out as we go on we'll, we'll get back to being your usual professional presenters by the end of the month you know <laughs> it'll, it'll have all come back to normal the first yeah, episode, first episode of the year fuck you <laughs> fuck you you're cool and fuck you I'm out and we're out of here we'll see you later guys take care Groove.